listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 97 on EdReach. Medieval games and Girl Scout badges. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, April 27th, 2013. Ed Gamer's part of the EdReach network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice! This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. Jerry? Yes. Who are you? My name is Jerry James, and I'm a visual arts educator from Schaumburg, Illinois. Who are you? So so we moved from teacher to educator. Educator. I am now a visual arts educator. To tell you the truth, I wasn't even reading the document. I just I just rolled with it because, let's see, I've said it about 97 times before. About. So, uh, yeah. But it's funny that I said it wrong. It, it's tomato, tomato. Actually, it's two it's totally different words, educator and teacher. It's nothing like tomato, tomato. It, are the definitions different? Um, Look it up while I'm giving my little okay, thing here. fair enough. My name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth-grade social studies language arts teacher slash educator from Normal, Illinois. Did you find it? Educator versus teacher, the difference between. This is my new favorite website. Have you ever been here? Difference between. What is it? I was looking no. up things. Wait, this okay. might not be the exact same one. <laughs> this is difference between DICOM. No, this is not as good as the other one. Um, okay. Did you find something? Okay, are you ready? Educator yeah. and teacher are two words that are often interchanged wrongly, which I would have Ooh. put incorrectly. Incorrectly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there's some difference mm. between the two words for that matter. The word educator is used in a sense of mentor. On the other hand, the word teacher is used in a sense of trainer or perceptor. In fact, the word educator is used in the special sense of mentor. This is the main difference between the two words. So educator, I think we could... used mainly as a noun, okay. leaves a permanent impression upon the taught. Upon the what? The taught. This is the worst. The, taught. the worst written article I've ever seen. Okay, and they maybe they needed a teacher or <laughs> an educator. I don't know. So now let's let's put it this way. Uh, I think we are both teachers and educators. Yeah, I don't think there's a difference between the two. I, I'm not going for uh, <laughs> I'm not going for this site. Okay, okay, that's we're showing how educated we are, possibly. Okay, so what's what's been going on this week? Uh, testing, 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 and uh, state testing. Okay, just cringe. Here it is. Ready? Diffin, yeah. D-I-F-F-E-N dot com. What is, oh, that's it's the difference? It's fantastic. It gives you two things. It breaks them down visually. It's nice, short. Like, you can go look up any two things. You Go look it up. Diffin.com. Now you can wait, hear me typing because I have a, wait, you know, loud Can we compare Diffin.com to, what was the other one? What was the other one I was just saying? Compare? I don't know. Compare. I can't rewind. <sighs> People are out there yelling like, it was this, Jerry! <laughs> Comparison.com. Let's see. Yeah. This is like the world's going to blow up. Now, this is wonderful. It's using... Ooh, it allows you to add a table. Yeah, it has a table. This is wonderful. I put educator and teacher, and there's nothing under the educator <laughs> side. But there's stuff on teacher side. Risk so board really been doing game anything for me. versus the World Peace Board game. 
No, that's not going to work, Jerry. Okay, now that we've lost okay. our two listeners. Ooh, almost. Okay, uh, risk is on there. Um, <laughs> Take a risk. Okay, so. It was testing, all week testing. We had, week. we had half days, two days of the week, so that we could test kids and then send them home. And then they tested more, and then they tested, and then they sat there and looked at me with angry faces because they had to be tested. It was terrible. I have so much to say on testing because we did MAP testing, which is the test that the Seattle teachers had problems with. Okay. And it's a, from a testing company called NWEA, not NWA, <laughs> which was a, uh, a a group of artists that uh, I listened to as a, as a, a teen. NWA. It's that not, I got it. I got it. So, yeah, so we did the MAP testing. I was concerned about a couple of my scores. They dropped considerably. Really? I had them retake it, which is probably not statistically uh, a good thing to do, but uh, they jumped up, back up considerably. So whether the environment... Stop drawing Christmas trees on the Scantron. Well, no, because it's on the computer. Fair enough. It's on the computer. And, oh, this is what just blew... uh, Blew my mind away in, in a bad way. <laughs> so I have a visually impaired student. Mm-hmm. We've kind of talked about that because we, I think we mentioned it when we talked talked to Jamie Brooker about um, Kahoot. Okay. But maybe coming up with ways to make sure that visually impaired students are able to um, enlarge or see what's going on. So this test is done online. It's There's a special setup to lock the browser so they can't go into other things while they're taking the test which that's a whole nother thing too. Um, and in that case, um, we can't do magnification, can't do a control plus. I, I am going to test out using a magnifier because there seems to be a way to allow programs to do that. But it, it seems very difficult. And it seems that the, the company has told us that this will be fully implemented, the accessibility aspects for vision will be implemented next year. So my thought is, why wasn't that done in the first place? Hmm. <laughs> just that's like I said, that just blows my mind. You put a test out there, a very large test. These guys are making some big money, <laughs> and you don't have the accessibility uh, parts in there. So I'm going to do a test next week. I'm going to try it out, make, make sure I can use just even trying like the Windows magnification. Mm-hmm. And that's something else too that you know. Speaking of games, having devices making sure that kids that have vision impairments that can see just with some tools mm. extra tools that they're able to play True. the games that we're doing in class and really haven't had a problem because uh, most of the time it's done on a device they have which they can enlarge yeah that the funny part well not funny but we tried to enlarge these resolution go from 10 1024 by 768 for this test to 800 by 600 mm-hmm. <laughs> when we did that it said sorry this program will not run unless it's at the minimum of 1024 by 768. I'm like, nice. Ah. nice. So that was something we did today. We also talked about assessments um, and assessing along the way, kind of like, kind of like what games do because you can't move on until you, you know, get, you know, get done with a certain part. 
but assessing, you know, I'm working on geography and we assess that part and we work on civics and we assess that part. And then instead of having one huge piece at the end, but you can do some summative assessments. It, it's it's just getting in that mindset. Yeah. Yeah, mindset. And something we'll talk about later that I don't want to even get into is that there's been uh, a release of information for the social studies standards. I think the science was also released. Mm. And I ain't going into that because that's a, that's a whole <laughs> conversation in itself. Yeah, I heard I heard some stuff on um, – this is going back to testing a little bit, but <clears> – <throat> There were some more boycotts happening um, in Chicago this time, too, with oh. the PSAE. Good, good for um, them. Yeah, one of, one of the counselors in my school, you know, and, and they're very partial to the test because they run it. And, you know, she just, she said, yeah, they're boycotting the test down in the city. She said, it's a graduation requirement, so good luck with that. And I was kind of like, you know, does it, she's... does it make no difference to you that they're this completely opposed to taking the test? <laughs> like, isn't there something to be said if these kids are boycotting the simple, <laughs> you know? Is there, is there blinders to this? I, I mean, I, I, are they just are they so zoned in on it's they got to take the test? Take the test She's the test. she has to administer it, and she doesn't want anything to happen that would right. disrupt that. Right. Or are we looking at the whole picture, saying, hmm, should we be doing this test in the first place? Yeah. Insane. There's a whole discussion. We, we, you know, our dream interview would be to have Sir Ken Robinson. Yeah. We need a contact. I think we, we, should. Think we should. And then, uh, of course, we need to get uh, uh, James Paul G. Yeah. Jim G. back on, Jim and G. we can have a discussion there, too. So a couple, couple of announcements for AdReach um, this past week or so. And the first one is AdReach and Stitcher. And it seems that we've created a partnership between the two entities, and there's a nice article on EdReach talking about, uh, you know, how they are going to work together to kind of promote, uh, you know, of course, we at EdReach promote promoting Stitcher, but also Stitcher promoting educational news, and I think that if you look on Stitcher, there's one group within the educational realm that really stands out on Stitcher, and that would be EdReach. So that's... Uh, so we want to promote that because it is a great program. It streams it. Uh, some people like that because it doesn't download and take up space. But the streaming is actually quite nice and slim and actually can be streamed through 3G for those of us who don't have 4G in their area. Not saying that, you know, because I'm out in the boonies in southern Illinois, right, Jerry? Um, yeah, you're way down there. I mean, you, I'm way down there. they add your town to... Mexico yet? I mean, I know you guys were trying to work that deal out, but are you officially? No, I'm last renewal. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, next one, Jerry, moving on, uh-huh. is EduWin. So, E-D-U-W-I-N, and what is your EduWin? And that's hashtag. With edu- hashtag EduWin. And what is your EduWin.com? And basically, this is with all the bad press that is out there on education. Uh, Ed Reach put this together a while ago talking about how, you know, all, there's a lot of bad news, but we have a lot of good things to share about education, and this is a great way to do that. And this site is doing it. It's doing it through tw- uh, Twitter. Uh-huh. But on the site itself, which is kind of nice, is that you can do simple texts using, you know, the hashtag EduWin, E-D-U-W-I-N. Mm-hmm. And, but if you go on here, you can add pictures. Oh. You can add videos. And it's really quite 
Nice. Well, I, uh, adding links. I'm excited because I need to go on there and add a photo, which... No! <laughs> no, not that photo. Stop um, it. A photo from Friday, because I had an edgy win, you know, and I didn't Did even you? bring What's it up? up after all that testing. Took a bunch of kids down on a field trip. Oh, yeah. Um, went, went to some fun places, Millennium Park Cultural Center, Chicago, all that good stuff. But then we went to uh, this amazing gallery. Um, and I'm going to throw out a shameless plug for anyone that lives in the northwest suburbs of Illinois, which is the Paper Crown Gallery. And uh, it was awesome because it was started by two kids that went to our actual high school. They're not kids anymore. They're not kids. They're now adults. They're, in fact, okay. my age. Um, Whoa, that's old. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's old. <laughs> Sorry, that was probably really loud. I'll have to edit that. <laughs> We're going to have that conversation in a minute. So yeah. then um, – so. They, they they got you know went to Art Institute of Schaumburg, which is just around the corner. Got nine to five jobs, and then um, came back out. Didn't want to do that. Wanted to be the fine artist, which you know there's still kind of this concept of the starving artist, you know, that kind of haunts the art department. The only way we can talk about careers is when we talk about commercial arts. Um, so uh, it was really nice for kids to see that these two guys just kind of, you know, create all their own artwork. They sell for about 30 artists, and they have a, uh, a really nice thing going on. That is cool. Yeah, it was awesome. So we'll have, make sure you add the link. That was my win. So I can, they, they have a website, I'm, I'm sure. They do. They have a beautiful website, actually. Okay, so, yeah, these art teachers, you would hope they would. Um, not saying – I'm just making a generalization. I mean, you, you think an art teacher that – would have a really visually nice looking website. They should do a very nice visual website. You know what yeah. else has a visual website? Oh boy, what? The double ARP, which is you are now a member of, correct? Oh, you are. Wow, that was good. See how I really, yeah, I'm not there yet, Jerry. Oh, come on. Not there so you didn't I, even I, tell us big birthday last week. Yeah. You made fun of 20, me during my birthday. 20, so. 20, 20, 20. Yeah. It hit the second decade. Yeah. Times two. 20. Okay. So moving on. Uh, oh, just a announcement because I'm sure some people are like, "Hey, where's John Hunter?" Well, he's a little under the weather. We didn't and... sign up for these guys. Yeah, what is this about? Yeah, I guess I should have mentioned that at the beginning. He's a little under the weather, and we're trying to hook up next week and have him on. We've got some. I've got some great. <laughs> I got some great questions, and yeah, things about Switzerland. <laughs> that was a great. <laughs> That was good. Okay, if you watch, if you watch, uh, uh, was it Parks and Recreation? I, I yeah. don't. I want to, but they have something. I guess they did get there. some something similar to uh, the World Peace Game. <laughs> there's a there's a quote about Switzerland, which is quite <laughs> funny. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, other news. Let's see. Family tabletop game day for me next Saturday. And John, if you're listening, yeah, this is why I sent him. I said, yeah, let's do it next Saturday. And I looked at the wrong day, and that's May 4th, and that's my family tabletop game game day. So can't record on that day, John. So hopefully we can go earlier in the week. Uh, But May the 4th be with you, right? Star Wars Day from 9 to 2. I think we're going to get some – I'm hoping we'll have a decent crowd. And it should be a lot of fun. It should be a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. My youngest is excited about it, and and the kids, uh, part of the game club, they're excited. Awesome. So it should be a fun day of gaming. Uh, let's see. Next on our list here. So our title is Medieval Games and Girl Scout Badges. <laughs> hopefully that that's hopefully that hopefully caught some it's attention. Confusing. Yeah. I uh, 
I'm into the middle ages now. Last unit of the school year. You are. You're getting old. Into the oh, I'm sorry. You meant the game. You oh, are funny. I thought, I thought you were just saying like your age. You're into the middle ages because that's kind of you know that's kind of true. You are funny, funny, funny. Okay, so uh, uh huh. So Viking Quest. Viking Quest. Viking. I'm Olaf. <laughs> and you're Olaf. It was a. I think that was a SpongeBob. It's like, uh, no, was it Olaf or, I don't know. It was, there was a SpongeBob episode where they were kind of, uh, they were introducing themselves and all of them had the same name. It was just kind of fun. So Viking Quest is is really cool. It's I I put it together like uh, it's on the same caliber as Pyramid Challenge through BBC. You start off, you pick a place where you want to live. You are going to go ransack uh, the British Isles. And you need to pick how many people you're going to take, what kind of boat you're going to take, and um, you try to gather as much loot as you can, and you can attack. Like fun. Uh, it is. It is a lot of fun, I mean, and the kids. It's much more fun virtually than doing it in real life, which is highly illegal, immoral, and just probably wrong. <laughs> right. But... Yes. We were talking about history. We're not talking about people going out now and picking a place to live, build a boat, ransack, <laughs> ransack a town. Yes. Pillage. No. Um. Not. Not a good idea. But it is quite it's an enjoyable game for the kids it's not it's not a bloody thing it's not you know do you get to drink mead in the game i don't think that happens i don't i don't ever remember running into that yes no it's i don't think so uh the other thing that i was running across is that i really want my kids for this last unit to create a a game uh or put together a simulation for the middle ages so we're going to gather up some uh some knowledge Mm -hmm gather up me some knowledge and have that. And then uh, I have some ideas of, of what I want to do. I just need to put it down on paper. But one thing I did find along that path was somebody put together a medieval village game of life. So they used the, the board game life <laughs> and then create a plan that would fit into the, um, fit into the time period of the Middle Ages. That's kind of awesome. So... You know, education, you know, guild, university, choice of profession would be blacksmith, you know, shepherd, tanner, priest, beggar, knight, etc. So, yeah, you would change the game, uh, the, the, the knowledge or I guess the, um, the information in the game, the content of the game, and use it as a, uh, as a time period of the Middle Ages. You know, now that I think about this, this is actually a great – this is kind of a great, like, intro or – I don't know, maybe middle step to game design is instead of like game creation is understanding how, how, you know, how different contents can fit in with pre-designed games. Like maybe like it'd be a great assignment, like alter a classic game, you know, just because it's so difficult. I had to create a game for one class and it's so difficult to, you get so lost in your own, you know, Oh, I have to create rules and characters and themes and concepts and, you know, all this stuff that's really gameplay. And, and eventually you want to do all that stuff, but starting out, you know, what a great idea for like a game design class, which is like, take a, you know, take a classic game and alter the content of it. Cause then you're still, they're still researching and doing all that learning about the content, which is super important. Yeah, I that's that's why I think this could work out pretty well. So, I, like I said, I'm still kind of planning. I have some early stage uh, materials and information that the students are going to uh, learn about and interact with, especially with geography and what makes up a manor. Actually, we do some simulation, as in 
they are put in a manner, they have roles that they play, and the tasks that they are going to complete will actually earn them money, you know, farthings. <laughs> so that's that's stuff that I do. I just maybe some other time I'll explain a little bit more in depth of of what I'm going to do because it's changing. I'm still my mind is spinning of all the things that I want to do but don't have the time. <laughs> and uh, but the simulation, especially the tasks that they do and they have to work together and play the roles that that they have within the manor is a lot of fun, especially at the end of the year because it helps out with, um, you know, as summer gets closer, uh, behaviors get quite interesting. (laughs) And having that uh, tool of, uh, well, taking as King, King Gilbert, I take money away from their manor. (laughs) And it's not not great. Simmer down. So, yes, King Gilbert. That money is used. We have age where you would be appropriate to be a king. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, yes, I am wise. So we have the uh, we have team money that the kids earn throughout the year, and then we use that for an, an end of the year party, and that's kind of it's a lot of fun. So there's our medieval uh, part of the show. Why don't you go ahead and jump into? Uh, once you add the information about the Girl Scouts, there, Jerry. Um, I came across this hilarious article. Um, I, there's nothing hilarious about it. I'm not really sure why I said that. Um, but uh, it, w- it was a very interesting article that um, the Girl Scouts are now adding uh, a badge or a patch. I'm not sure which one it's called. I guess it's a patch because I was a Boy Scout. So it was a merit badge if you were a Boy Scout. But I guess it's a – Is it – What? Is it different? I don't know. It's a patch. It says patch. It says yeah, patch. Yeah, because it goes on their – it goes on their – Yeah, but so uh, did mine. We called them merit badges. Yeah. So I don't know. Either way, um, so uh, they're now adding a video game design patch, which is pretty cool. Um, I think it's pretty awesome. They're working together with a group called Women in Games International, Wiggy, which is (laughs) getting Wiggy with it. (laughs) Getting Wiggy with it, Um, uh, which is actually a cool group, too, and I'll go into in a second um, because I think it actually merits some. Uh, some discussion and we should probably try to get some of those people on but before we get too far um so this group came together to uh you know just to reward um and try to sort of balance the gender inequities is that a word inequalities you just do what you need to do um um, through through gaming. So there's a lot of really cool stuff in here. Uh, fostering, this is what it says, fostering interest in technology and video game development in females of all ages, the main inspiration uh, for working towards a national badge. Which is kind of cool. So I thought that was uh, really neat. I guess the Boy Scouts already had one. Yes. So now the Girl Scouts have added one as well. Yep, and it looks like they're uh, some of them are using GameStar Mechanic. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. that link about halfway through there so okay you'll be happy to know jerry i've added we have an alternate title this week okay great getting wiggy with it getting <laughs> that should be the week that we actually have them on but then it should oh, but i'll keep it as an alternate yeah, okay. alternate title so then we can hold on to it so wiggy for later uh women in games international a group uh made up of both females and male professionals working to promote inclusion in the advancement of women in the global games industry it's kind of cool. Um, if you click on some of their sponsors, there's some pretty big people. Um, yes. Uh, oh, oh, wait. No, that's their sponsors. Sorry. Um, I was looking at who we are. Oh, okay. They're president. Okay. And I went back to sponsors. See, I'm having a little, <laughs> having a little, little technical difficulty today. Um, Belinda Van Sickle, 
So very interesting. She worked for, and let me see if I can find it here now because I, I looked. This is great radio. I know. Thank you. Um, Activision. She was working, uh, started her video game career at Activision, which is kind of awesome. I mean, that's a very big company. Working as a writer, copy editor, designer, layout artist. Um, <clears throat> and then came together with, uh, it looks like about 10, 12 other people to form Wiggy. And I think they're based in Los Angeles, it said, which is pretty awesome. But nice website. I think, I think they like the, the name. I, they, you know, that's kind of, you can have some fun with that. Yeah. I like it. No, it's good. I, I think that's that's an awesome thing. And I think we see that, you know, girls in gaming. And I, with your game club, I mean, do you have a good number of, of female students? We go back and forth. Um, I'm going to say we've had up to a quarter of the group which is not bad, and then sometimes just a, a, a scattering of females. Um, I bet mine's been half. Really? That's awesome. And probably half of the people that are doing, well, maybe close to a half, that are doing the Minecraft, mm-hmm. that are they're playing that, it, are, are girls. Yeah, I've really, I think it's great. really tried to encourage it. Um, I, think I, I think I said this on the air. I ran into somebody um, at the ICE conference, and I still have her card, and I've been meeting to get back to her, but she works at a... Um, all Catholic girls school and they have a very loose curriculum and uh, you know, they essentially kids are allowed to promote class ideas and then they see if enough kids will sign up for it. And uh, so she's had this overwhelming demand for a game design and game playing class, which is awesome. So I need to figure out if she, if she got that going. You need to do that, Jerry. Okay. Hey, up in your neck of the woods at Northwestern University, mm-hmm. I saw this. I thought we – I mentioned this before. I don't know. So it's uh, – is that the McCormick North, uh, Northwestern Engineering School? I, I think that's what it's called, and McCormick yes. Laboratory. So so this uh, this Ben Rothman. Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, no, Rothman. He's an engineering student, and he designed – looks like he tried to make the, the campus – uh, Northwestern campus. Ooh. Then he created uh, a 3D version of it, of the Northwestern cam- campus okay. in Minecraft. Nice. And the video is on this website, and it's so you can. He does a fly through, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. It's here's somebody at Northwestern who, you know, hello, it's pretty good school. That's a, it's not bad, that's for sure. It's not bad. It's not bad. It, it takes a little bit to get into Northwestern. Got to be kind of bright. Kind of bright. So then he's using Minecraft to do a fly fly through to show the campus. I thought that was pretty awesome. So I wanted to share that. That's very cool. We had there. There's some um, something really fun about that for people that attend. You know, I mean, besides it just being oh cool, it's you know, it's neat. It's our campus. It's there's something very um, I don't know entertaining. Like uh, we used to have in the Second Life stuff. We had there was a huge NIU campus which was very cool you could like go in the buildings and it's just uh it's very neat kind of messes with your brain so i could see how this would be very cool it's very neat very neat very neat these big words i know it's all it's good saturday my vocabulary is on vacation (laughs) hey a friend of mine sent me a link to a free simulation world war world war ii simulation uh it is called steel panthers world uh ww2 have the link it looks very in-depth, uh, hexagons, and you're moving tanks because steel, you know, steel panthers. Hmm. So 
I don't know. It, I need to download it. It's free. It's 156.6 megabytes. A lot of free things that come with it, and then you can buy an enhanced version, and it increases the resolution. So it looks like the resolution for this is uh, game resolution can be raised to 800 by 600. So that's not bad. Um, I don't know. It's I think testing it out is probably a good idea. And then, hey, if you want to buy the enhanced one and it has other enhancements other than the resolution, but I think it's like $39. So I might try this out. I might download it, put it on some flash drives, and have the game club try this out. I don't know if we'll do that on yeah, maybe we'll do, we'll do that on Saturday on our game day. Nice. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. So there's that one, and then the last one for my my birthday, I did get from uh, some of my friends. They pitched in and got me Sid Meier's Civilization, the board game. <laughs> awesome. This is deep. <laughs> this is like this is this is looks very complex. I think it's going to take like one day just to go through it. What I don't like about some of these games is that they give you all these pieces, you punch them out, you know, and then you have to store them somewhere, but it doesn't necessarily fit very well with back in the box. Yeah. So people, I was looking for pictures of, how did you store the game? How did you put it back in the box? <laughs> and people have done their own creations and made their own uh, thing that they could put back in the box. There's others that have uh, bought, I don't know if like, it looks like a tackle box. You know, for fishing. I don't know. <laughs> or you can go like to uh, Hobby Lobby, and I'm sure they have like specialized compartment, you know, boxes like tackle boxes, and you put the little pieces in there. That might have to be done in this case. This is where my mind has been racing with trying to create a Middle Ages simulation, kind of pulling back what we were talking about earlier. The maps and the pieces that are involved in this game maybe modifying it and creating our own little simulation. Like you were talking about, take a game that, uh, you know, a popular game like Life or Monopoly and turning that into something else. Maybe we could look at this game and take out the pieces and, and, and items in there that would match what we were talking about with the Middle Ages and create our own simulation. That's... That's kind of how I was looking at it. And here's the thing that I've learned. And, you know, like I said, we'll talk to John Hunter next week. And I learned from reading his book, which is a wonderful book. Uh, you know, it's it's World Peace and Other Fourth Grade Achievements. Mm-hmm. You know, it's overwhelm the kids. He has like seven steps of learning. Overwhelm the kids. There's failure. And then you work together to create something. You know, not always will we have the answers, and that's not always ha- – having the answers is not always a good thing because we want the kids to learn and learn from themselves and learn from others, and we don't have to hold all the information. So maybe putting this game out there to the kids, let's modify this and turn it into a game about the Middle Ages. Maybe we can do that. Maybe we can't, but I bet we're going to learn something along the way. I like it. So that's kind of why I'm up in the air about how I'm going to do that because I don't know. And maybe that's what I do for the kids. I don't know how this is going to work. And that's how John Hunter does it with his game. You know, He doesn't know how they're going to solve the game. Uh, and he's doing a lot of things to make it more difficult for them to solve it. Hmm. But every time they, they come up with a, a another way, another creative way, a diver, divergent way of solving and creating world peace. And maybe I can do that with this game. 
So it's out of my hands. I'll throw it to the kids and see if they can figure it out. Anything else, Jerry? Uh, I think we got a lot there. That was good. Good stuff. Okay. I am hopeful. I'm crossing my fingers because I know last week I said, we're having John Hunter on. So hopefully he's feeling better and we can get him on next week, which I think you guys will enjoy thoroughly, the listeners out there. It's uh, He's an amazing individual. And I've learned a lot just from talking to him and reading his book. And I hope you guys will too. Hopefully you've learned something today from us. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. Happy birthday to the universe. Yeah, why would you say that? Because um, according to German mathematician and astronomer Johannes Kepler. Johannes Kepler? Yeah. That was a, it was a while ago. No. According to him, the universe was created today in 4977 B.C. Okay, look up in your Wikipedia there and find out when Johannes Kepler was alive. Oh, yeah, 1500s. Okay. Well, modern Are you thinking he was alive today? No. I said happy okay. birthday, universe. Uh, he said the universe was created today in 4977 B.C. Sorry, I'm getting old, so I didn't follow either. Modern scientists think he was only off by about 13.7 billion years. <laughs> which is almost how old Zach is. Almost. I'm, I'm almost there. Thanks, Jerry.